Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. The blessings of Elohim do not come by luck or random chance. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. The blessings of Elohim come because we put ourselves in position to receive them. Let's talk about it. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. A big shalom to our listeners in Wisconsin and Brazil. Mm. And in case you didn't know, Red Pill Tour can now be heard on Reach Gospel Radio in Maryland, Delaware, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, and also on the Reach Gospel Radio app. If you are in any of those areas or have the app, please listen out for us at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday mornings. Let us know that you heard the program, and please keep us in prayer. So today... We want to talk about the Torah portion called Ekev. It covers Devarim, or Deuteronomy, chapter 7, verse 12, through chapter 11, verse 25. Chapter 7, verse 12 says, Vehaya Ekev tishmeun et hamishpatim va'asetem otam veshamar Yehovah Elohecha lecha et habrit va'et in English, it says, Because you are listening to these rulings, keeping and obeying them, Jehovah your Elohim will keep with you the covenant and mercy that he swore to your ancestors. Verse 13 through 15 continue with, He will love you, bless you, and increase your numbers. He will also bless the fruit of your body and the fruit of your ground, your grain, wine, olive oil, and the young of your cattle and sheep, and the land he swore to your ancestors that he would give you. You will be blessed more than all other peoples. There will not be a sterile male or female among you, and the same with your livestock. Jehovah will remove all illnesses from you. He will not afflict you with any of the Egyptians or with any of Egypt's dreadful diseases, which you have known. Instead, he will lay them on those who hate you. These are wonderful promises, and there's an important message for believers in the Elohim of Israel. The message is in the Hebrew word Ekev, which this Torah reading is named after. It's spelled with the Hebrew letters Ayin, Kof, Vet. Now there's another Hebrew word spelled the same way, with the Hebrew letters Ayin, Kof, Vet. It is pronounced Akev. Both pronunciations have messages for believers today, and both messages are connected to the Torah reading known as Ekev. The meaning of Ekev is because or as a result of. From the name of this Torah reading, I understand it to be telling believers, because you are doing your part, Elohim will do his part. Our part is to follow his instructions, and his part is to provide the blessings. The promised blessings of Elohim don't create a quid pro quo. That's the term that was used in the news a few years ago to suggest that politicians were offering favors as compensation for money or other benefits. For a number of reasons, quid pro quo doesn't apply to our Elohim. In Deuteronomy chapter 9, verse 4-5, through 5, 
Moshe clarified the reason why Israel was taking the promised land. Starting at verse 4, it says, Do not say in your heart, after Jehovah your Elohim has thrust them out before you, it is because of my righteousness that Jehovah has brought me into possess this land. Whereas, or rather, it's because of the wickedness of these nations that Jehovah is driving them out before you, not because of your righteousness or the uprightness of your heart are you going to possess their land, but because of the wickedness of these nations, Jehovah your Elohim is driving them out from before you, and that he may confirm the word that Jehovah swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Mama, the people who were in the promised land were guilty of grievous sins. For that reason, they simply could not stay in Elohim's land. Israel was given specific instructions regarding how they were to live. If they followed these instructions, they would be able to stay in the land. Following the Torah, God's instructions, is for our benefit, not Elohim's. In our 100 podcast, we read from Acts chapter 17. In that scripture, the apostle Shaul, or Paul, used a statue to the unknown God to introduce Jehovah to the people of Athens. In Acts chapter 17, verses 24 through 25, Paul said, The Elohim who made the universe and everything in it, and who is Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in man-made temples, nor is he served by human hands, if, as if he lacked anything since it is he himself who gives life and breath to everything and everyone. So Elohim does not need anything. It's not like our worship, devotion, or obedience benefits him in some way. Everything we receive is because of his goodness, his kindness, or in Hebrew, his chesed. Many believers can accept that obeying Elohim's ways leads to blessings, but many of the same believers refuse to accept that bad outcomes are a result of their disobedience. I believe most of these same believers would probably recognize the automatic consequences of carelessly handling electricity or the impact of gravity on a person who jumps off of a mountain. Just as these outcomes are automatic based on the laws that Elohim designed into his creation, blessings are the outcomes to be expected by obeying his instructions. Mm -hmm. Conversely, problems are to be expected when Elohim's instructions are not followed. We have also seen believers quote these scriptures claiming the promised blessings, but then not following through with obedience to the instructions. Here at Red Pill Torah, we've developed a saying that's come back from time to time. It says, your good intentions do not outweigh Elohim's instructions. So we may recite, claim, profess faith in, and rely on Elohim's promised blessings. If we don't obey his instructions, we're not taking hold of the blessings. That would make us hearers of the word, but not doers. We are to be doers of the word and not hearers only. Friends, let's get excited about these awesome promises and do what is necessary to see these results. Amen, Mama. You know, it really is up to us and whether or not we want to participate in his covenant. We started out talking about the Hebrew word ekev, which can be translated as because. Akev, the Hebrew word that is identical to ekev, means heel, footstep, or even hoof. Generally, 
It means the lowest or last part. We see it used by Elohim to describe what will happen to the serpent. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, Elohim said, I will put animosity between you and the woman, and between your descendant and her descendant. He will bruise your head, and you, serpent, will bruise his heel. Now, I'm sure that's part of the reason why Hasatan is so aggressive in fighting against the people of Elohim. We can't even take a walk without reminding him of his inescapable condition, crushed and beaten under the heel of the Messiah, descendant of the woman. Amen. This same word is used to describe the birth of our father, Yaakov. Mm-hmm. Um, Bereshit, or Genesis, chapter 25, verse 24 through 26 says, When the time of her delivery came, there were twins in her womb. The first to come out was reddish and covered all over with hair, like a coat. So they named him Esau, completely formed, that is, having hair already. Then his brother emerged with his hand holding Esau's heel. So he was called Yaakov, he who catches by the heel or supplants. The word Akev or heel has another meaning related to this Torah reading. Jewish writers say this word also describes Torah instructions that some may feel are minor or okay to ignore. In essence, people would use their heels to walk all over these Torah instructions. Jehovah reminds his people to obey even the least instructions, and he will bless them lavishly. It may seem harsh to characterize overlooking some, quote, minor or less understood Torah instructions as walking all over them. The Brit Hadashah, or New Testament, seems to agree with that characterization, though. We know that the Messiah is the living Torah. Mm-hmm. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 28 through 31, picks up on that theme. It says, Someone who disregards the Torah of Moshe is put to death without mercy on the word of two or three witnesses. Think how much worse will be the punishment deserved by someone who has trampled underfoot the son of Elohim, who is treated as something common, the blood of the covenant which made him holy, and who has insulted the spirit, giver of Elohim's grace. Mm. For the one we know is the one who said, vengeance is my responsibility, I will repay, and then said, Yehovah will judge his people. It is a terrifying thing to fall into the hands of the living Elohim. Daddy, the thought of walking over the scripture is concerning for sure, Mm -hmm. but knowingly disobeying the instructions of Elohim or trampling the son of Elohim underfoot, that's terrifying. Wow. How can we who are dead to sin live in sin anymore? What would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and claim the blessings of Yehovah while disobeying his instructions? Or would you take the red pill, obey him with a willing heart, and gratefully expect the blessings he said would come? Only you can answer that question. Just remember that we are supposed to be different in the ways we live, not conformed to the standards of this world. Matthew chapter 5 verse 13 says, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt becomes tasteless, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except being thrown out for people to trample on. My friends, 
Let's bring that flavor. And remember, following the Torah is for our benefit. Our Elohim wants to bless us. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope you enjoyed that podcast as much as we did sharing it with you. Feel free to listen to it again, email it, or text it to a friend. Start a conversation. If you're listening regularly, please send us an email letting us know how you're doing and how we can improve what we're doing. Thank you for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Torah where you can handle the truth. truth.